Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Missionary Micro Stories podcast, where missionaries come on and tell us authentic stories that they love, and I know that you will too. It's six questions in about nine-ish minutes, because we all know that without a timeline, missionaries tend to get awfully long-winded. And so this morning, we are joined by Brother Kyle Sheridan. I'm excited to have you on, Brother. Thanks for being here. Hey, I'm glad to be on here, too. Looking forward to a 90-minute program. <laughs> Did I mishear you? Oh, you said yeah, nine exactly. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you might, be, you might be talking, but I don't know if the recording will still be going. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking forward to this as well. Um, and so let's dive right in with question one and tell us a bit about you and your family and your field. My name is Kyle Sheridan. My wife is Annie. We have four kids, Micah, Patrick, Abigail, and Hudson. We're missionaries in Patagonia, Southern Chile. I've been in Chile since 2010. Uh, and as a family, we've been in Chile since 2012. Awesome, wonderful. Uh, excited to hear about that. I know we were talking a bit beforehand. You got this. Can you tell us a little bit about your, your city that you're in and how remote you are? I thought that was pretty fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the city we're in is called Coyhaique. It's the capital of the 11th region of Chile. The two southernmost regions of Chile uh, are Patagonia, as well as southern Argentina. And sorry about that noise here. Um, and so we, uh, the closest, we are the largest city within an eight hour drive. And there's only 50,000 people in our city. So we're very remote here where we're at. Wow, man, that's amazing. And uh, I know we also mentioned you guys are just getting into your winter months. So uh, quite a difference down there, but I'm excited to hear about people in these remote areas. Praise the Lord. So, Amen. all right. So then question two, uh, this can be region specific or field specific, or it can be in general, but for you guys, what's one of the best parts about being in missions for you? I think one of the best parts about being a missionary is seeing individual and family lives radically transformed by the glory of God. Uh, we've seen a lot of individuals, just somebody who was over at my house this afternoon, and uh, three weeks ago, he got saved. Um, and we've been working together in discipleship and he just uh god's doing a wonderful work in him and he's just the most recent story of what the lord's doing and, and being able to see that with my own eyes i think that's the best part yeah for sure it it doesn't get any better than that and um you know something that we try to often remind all of our listeners as well is you know as missionaries we get to see this in you know pretty unique parts of the world but it's amazing that God lets us do that anywhere. You know, you can, you can see yeah. your neighbor saved and discipled and these amazing stories happening in, you know, Podunk, wherever you're at. And uh, it's amazing how God can take and use that anywhere. So. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And anybody that's listening who would maybe one day like to be a missionary, um, I'd just like to encourage you, don't wait, you know, get, get started now on doing the work of the Great Commission. Uh, and then once you get to the field, you just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. That's great. Great advice. I appreciate it. So, um, question three, then. 
is for you guys then what's one of the more difficult aspects of missions yeah um it's it's kind of along the same lines uh you know i have no greater joy than to see that my children walk in truth um the people we've been able to work with and, and see come to faith in the lord it's such a blessing to see what god does in their lives and but on the other side of that we have a lot of people who we've poured you know, a year or two of our lives into them. I mean, we've gotten together for two hours a week, once a week, um, for a year or, or, and, and then just to see those people making really bad decisions with their lives. And that is, uh, that is crushing. It really hurts to see that. Uh, and so I'd say personally, that's probably one of the hardest parts of being a missionary. Yeah. I, I completely understand and see where you're coming from you know, constantly remind, not constantly, but often think about Demas hath forsaken me and hath loved the things of this present world. And it's mm. a painful thing. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So then question four then, who are some missionaries that you would say need to be on this podcast uh, to share their story? Yeah. Um, we've got a friend who has recently come to Patagonia as a new missionary. He's right now on a short furlough. His name is Raleigh Hill. Okay. And, uh, I think that that would be, he'd be, he'd do a really good job. Uh, we have another friend named David White. He's a missionary in Southern Chile, uh, who just, man, he, he just loves the Lord. The Lord's really using him. And I got one more suggestion. Um, he's probably in his mid eighties, and so his wife would have to help definitely with getting him on here, but his name is Jack Baskin. Okay. And uh, he is an original gangster. Brother Baskin, <laughs> is uh, he was our mentor uh, in, in, in missions, and God has used him to train, I would guess, thousands of missionaries uh, and really used him in South Korea when he was on the field. I think that'd be a blessing to get him on, on here. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. So... I look forward to reaching out to all of them and uh, seeing if we can get them on. That'd be awesome. Thanks for sharing those. So. All right, question five, kind of the one that everybody is waiting for. Um, go ahead and take three to five minutes and just tell us a story about your time serving Jesus that you love. Yeah. One of the things that Brother Baskin taught us as he, as he uh, taught us how to be missionaries is he said, when you're getting ready to leave for the field, uh, set a date, not a dollar. And that was one of the things that he constantly drilled into a set a date, not a dollar. And I realize this doesn't necessarily work for everyone. Uh, but we, we did pray about when the Lord would have us leave for the field. And the first time in 2010, I believed that God wanted me to visit churches for three months before leaving for the field. And, uh, I saw you had Jason Holt on the program recently he had told me that I needed to raise at least a thousand dollars to go and to be able to work with them. And so I uh, visited churches for three months and then left for the field. And my first month's support was $200. Um, I had two churches supporting it a hundred dollars a month. And mm -hmm. the, the, we looked really hard for rent in the first place. The only place that we found was about $500 a month. And so my support was 200 a month. And uh, my rent was 500 a month. And that has yeah. just kind of been, that was the beginning of it all. And that's sort of been our journey through the years. Um, God provided miraculously during that year. 
I, uh, after a year, I went back to California and I married Annie and, uh, Annie and I prayed about how long the Lord have us visit churches for deputation before coming back to Chile. And we set a very, a very modest budget and begin to pray and ask the Lord to help us meet that budget. And we believed he wanted us to do deputation for one year. And so we did that for one year and then left for the field in 2012 with 40% of that very modest budget. Um, that created a lot of unique challenges financially, um, but it also, uh, it, it, it made a way for us to see a lot of miracles. And we really did see a lot of incredible miracles that God's done through the years. We pinched our pennies and rented a small house and we, in, in the worst neighborhood in town, um, and we were also able to rent a small storefront, but within about six months, the people that were getting saved and baptized were paying the bills. They were paying the rent, they were paying the electric, electrical, paying water, um, and it wasn't too long before enough money was coming in in excess to pay a full-time pastor's salary. And so, since we're missionaries, we, we decided um, to, to abstain from receiving a salary from the church here, and we saved that money. Before long, we were able to uh, rent a second location to do nursery and children's classes and, and things, and also have a, uh, um, like a profits chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, and then enough money was coming in in excess of all those bills and supporting missions and all that to pay two full-time pastors' salaries. And as the church grew and the offerings grew, we saved and saved. And after five years, um, we had the equivalent of uh, about 30 million pesos, which depending on the exchange rate is anywhere from 40 to $50,000. Wow. And the church here purchased its own property and uh, we were able to get an offering from the US to expand that property And that's where we're currently meeting. And we're hoping now to purchase the property next door, um, a little more space. And it's just been, it's been exciting to trust the Lord um, and to see God provide. And, you know, we were taught it in theory Mm -hmm. and we kind of did some crazy things and stepped out on faith and, um, and (laughs) the theory was right. God took care of us and he's taking care of us. And it's been, it's just been wonderful, brother. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And it's so like God to, to continue to show his faithfulness above and beyond anything that we can ask or think. And so I appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, I'm excited for you guys and excited about what's happening down there. So praise the Lord. Um, I know you had mentioned, you know, just this is kind of an, a bonus question, I guess, but um, you had mentioned that before we started recording that you had just gotten back from your first furlough after six years of being on the field. Do you guys, do you have any solid plans? And I know it's so hard to plan as a missionary, I get that, but like, what's kind of your goal for this, this next term, do you know? Yeah, that's a great question. And for the record, this doesn't count towards the nine minutes. For anyone okay, who's watching. I got you. I got you. Um, we absolve you. <laughs> okay. He said, "Bonus question." I'm going to talk for an hour now. Um, <laughs> no, we. So, 
with the current pandemic has kind of thrown mm -hmm. a wrench in our plans. It's been, we, you know, we got back from furlough in January. I mean, we were ready to hit the ground mm -hmm. running. And then in come March, we just hit a wall. Um, church services were prohibited legally and we don't have the first amendment here in Chile. And it's just kind of been interesting as we've shifted the way we do ministry the last few months. But um, our plan this year in March, we were going to be opening our Bible Institute and we had uh, five students that were starting um, and we were starting classes on Saturday and on Wednesday, the, uh, the decree came out prohibiting any religious meetings. And so Bible Institute has been put off, I suppose, a semester. Um, we were also hoping this year, we were planning this year to start the second church in a city that's 45 minutes from here, of about 20,000 people called Puerto Aysen. And, uh, but things are just kind of on hold now, um, a little bit on the back burner, some of these things, and we're just waiting on the Lord. For sure, man. Well, now we know how to be praying for you guys better. Sounds like there's some awesome stuff in the future. So I look forward to hearing from you about uh, what the Lord does. So thanks for right. sharing that. Thank you. All right, we're back on the clock now then with question six. Um, <laughs> do you have any language or cultural blunders that you're willing to share with us? Sure. I, uh, I was blessed to be able to know the language fluently before I got to Chile. Okay. Um, I put a lot of work in um, uh, five years, four years in high school, a year in college. And then I spent um, over a year in Latin America when I was in Bible college. And that helped me kind of get things down. One, one of those times, I was in Guatemala City for a total of six months. And the first time I was there, Spanish, I wasn't very good at Spanish. And um, there was a maid who worked in the house of the people that had me um, they had me there teaching in a school. And so um, if I ever needed to do laundry, I would go over and I would have to knock on the door of the maid's quarters. And I would ask her um, if I could go in and do my laundry. And so I come over and I knock on the door and I ask her, uh, her name was Shaney and she was a Mayan girl. And I asked, I said, Shaney, um, in, in terrible Spanish, of course, I said, can I come and do my laundry and I hear her yell back and I was positive because I heard the water running. I was positive. I heard her say, estoy lavando, which would mean I'm washing or I'm doing the, I'm, you know, I'm doing the laundry. And so I said, uh, puedo entrar. Can I come in? And she screams back at the top of her lungs. Me estoy bañando. She says, I'm bathing. And I, so she's got in the maid's quarter, she has the place where she does the laundry is also where she showers. And so she says to me, you know, this gringo, this fresh gringo, uh, she says, hey, I'm taking a shower. And the gringo says, oh, can I come in? Right. The missionary intern. Uh, yeah. And so I don't think you've ever seen a shade of red that bright is what was <laughs> at that moment, especially oh. when she eventually came out and looked me in the eyes and I'm like, uh, I don't even know how to explain what happened. <laughs> oh man, brother. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with us. I, I, uh, yes, that's an awesome story. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. <laughs> so, oh, a day in the life, a day in the life of a missionary. You never know yeah. what may come out of our mouths by accident. I know. 
Well, hey, listen, um, it's been awesome having you on. I've really enjoyed it. If people want to continue to follow your story, what is the best way that they can do so? Yeah, hey, if you're on Facebook, look up Kyle space, the letter N space Annie Sheridan. And that's our Facebook. And if you speak Spanish, look up Patricio Sheridan. And uh, that's my Spanish Facebook page I have. Uh, you can also email me, my first name, Kyle, the letter P, like Patrick, and then Sheridan, and that's at AOL.com, keeping it old school. Got to with say, the AOL. Man, that's some old school right there. I'm, so. I'm just trying to keep it old past here, brother. Um, <laughs> and so you can get in touch with us there through email uh, or Facebook. Either of those ways will work. Awesome. And um, you, had pre you had mentioned some music beforehand. I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. Annie and I are musicians. Well, she's a musician and I kind of just joined her. Um, <laughs> but we've recorded a couple of CDs and the our first CD, we have made it available for free digitally. And so if anybody would like that, uh, I'd be happy to send it to you. It's, it's available in Spanish or in English. And so if you'd write to me on uh, Facebook or an email, I'll send you a Dropbox, links, Dropbox link uh, to uh, download that. And then if you'd like our new CD, we, that's on iTunes. Just look up the Sheridans Far and Near. Okay, awesome. I'll have the link to the iTunes uh, posted in, uh, in the description box below as long as you, as that, I can't talk anymore, as well as your email and your Facebook, it will all be right down below so oh thank you yeah well thank you so much brother kyle for being on this morning had a blast talking with you and uh, enjoyed learning about what's going on down there in chile thanks brother i appreciate it i had a good time being with you i was really looking forward to it and it definitely met my expectations oh well praise the lord i'm glad to hear that so um thank you so, well for those of you that have joined us today, uh, you, this is Josh Wegar with Brother Kyle Sheridan, and you have been listening to the Missionary Micro Story Podcast. Thanks for joining.